Portland is on fire. TI wants 13% of your paycheck. And 2020 finally killed America's favorite pastime on today's Mystery Men podcast. So Portland has been an absolute trash heap of nerdy white kids for about two months. (laughs) Uh, Let's review some of the events today um, that kind of brought us to this point. So as most people know by now, if you haven't seen the black squares in your social media feed, George Floyd died at the hands of a police officer in Minneapolis. And so that sparked uh, several protests and then eventual riots across the country in different major uh, Democrat-run cities. Portland specifically, there was uh, on May 30th, after you know, several riots and uh, looting had occurred, Mayor Ted Wheeler declared a state of emergency and announced a citywide 8 p.m. curfew. So, you know, at that point, it sounds like they definitely recognized that there was a riot and, you know, they needed to kind of suppress that. And by June 1st, Ted Wheeler, the mayor, uh, and their federal prosecutor uh, asked the governor, Kate Brown, to bring in the National Guard. And so his exact statement on that was, we need help. We need more bodies to stop this senseless violence. And basically, the governor declined <laughs> to send in the guard. So on June 9th, there was a district judge, Marco Hernandez, who issued a temporary restraining order against the city of Portland, prohibiting the use of tear gas unless lives are at risk, because they had been using tear gas to disperse crowds, I think. And so the nerdy white kids uh, couldn't take it anymore. And so I think they complained and filed a lawsuit about it. June 17th, you guys will love this. Uh, the, the Portland City Council approves $27 million, uh, cutting $27 million out of the Portland police budget. And so that's including $15 million from four controversial tactical units. And originally, the activists sought $50 million of a cut from the police department. Uh, budget. So that kind of brings me to the their list of demands. The first one is one, like we just mentioned, defund the Portland police by at least 50% and quote, reinvest into communities, comma, especially the black community. <laughs> Yay! We know where you're going. <laughs> and then... Uh, Second point was free all protesters from jail. The, no. <laughs> the third uh, demand was get federal law enforcement officers out of Portland. Um, I don't know if they really understand how the United States works. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> but you just... Anyway. And their last point was force Wheeler to resign. Yeah, I can agree with that. <laughs> we, I think everybody can agree on yeah, that one point. Okay. So those are their li- list of demands. And then, uh, so then it goes on. You know, uh, J- June 26th, black leaders gather at the boarded up precinct 
after they had been looting and destroying it, and then uh, decrying the destruction of black-owned businesses and terrorism by white protesters who they say are hurting the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, I don't know if any of you guys have noticed, but anytime I've watched any footage of rioting or protesting, it's mostly white people, and there may be like a dot or two of brown or black there's in the like, middle of it. like one or two white guys, and then there's a whole bunch of white women, I've noticed. Yeah. That are the ones that are instigating everything, and they're just kind of like yelling, and then, and then yeah. But but I agree with you. It it, it seems to be majority of white people are involved in the the escalations. Yeah, because yeah. Black Lives Cause Matter. The young adult white women and their pyramid schemes aren't working out. So. <laughs> 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 Taking a break from selling the- Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing in the middle of it. <laughs> I know it will heal. I know it will make you feel better from all the tear gas in your eyes. Some lavender oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. They they definitely showed up in force later on in this timeline with the uh, the moms, the moms. Oh, yeah, but we'll yeah. get to that. So uh, Ju- July first. That's uh, a pretty big point. Uh, hey, you fe- just in July? What yeah, I mean this has gone on. <laughs> so federal police are deployed as a part of a new monument task force assigned to protect the Mark O. Hatfield Federal Courthouse and other federal property downtown. Uh, They engage with protesters, make arrests, they uh, deploy tear gas, and they conduct operations blocks away from the federal building. At least that's... You some of the video of that? That's pretty... I mean, look, as much as I don't like uh, these protesters doing what they're doing, the way they're doing it... uh, I still think some of the tactics they were taking are a little shady. I mean, like, literally, they're running around in a mom van and they just come out. Like, here. <laughs> some of the video is pretty in- 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 funny. So this next event happened on July 9th. And keep in mind, I, I this was like from a web, a Portland, uh, probably like a Portland newspaper or, or source that I'm getting all these events from. And in between each of these dates that I'm saying, there were several other things that were going on as far as like people rioting and looting and, you know, just causing chaos. So, um, you know, on July 9th, in a police briefing, uh, Portland officer Jakari Jackson describes racist insults, violence, and abuse. <laughs> what did you say? Abuse that he's been subjected to by protesters outside of the Justice Center. Uh, and so he, he calls on several community leaders to lead a march uh with officers to the protest and things like that, just to keep things peaceful. So he's just kind of crying out for people to keep things more peaceful. But then he also brings up a point that we highlighted a second ago, and I'm going to share my share that video with you guys real quick. It says something when you're at a Black Lives Matter protest, you have more minorities on the police side than you have in a violent crowd. <laughs> and you have white people screaming at black officers, you have the biggest nose I've ever seen. Oh, my God. 
Did they did a close-up of the nose? Yeah. <laughs> I got to That's see dumb, man. folks that really do want change like the rest of us that have been impacted by racism. And then I got to see those people get faded out by people that have no idea what racism is all about. Never experienced racism. They don't even know that the tactics that they are using are the same tactics that were used against my people. And they don't even know their, they don't even know the history. They don't know what they're saying. Coming from someone who graduated from PSU with a history degree, it's actually frightening. You know, they say if you don't know your history, you repeat it and watching people do that to other people. A lot of times, someone of color, black, Hispanic, Asian, come up to the fence and directly want to talk to me. Hey, what do you think about George Floyd? What do you think about what happened about this? I go up to the fence. Someone white comes up. F the police. Don't talk to him. That was the most bizarre thing because I could see it coming. I even had a young African-American girl uh, tell me, why is it you guys aren't talking to us? I said, honestly, this is now the 20, I think it was 23rd day of doing it. Every time I try to have a conversation with someone that looks like me, someone white comes up and blocks him and tells him not to talk. And then right when I said that, this white girl popped right in front of her. She said, he just said that was going to happen. I said, straight up. I said, you know, I've been called the N-word. She's been called the N-word. Why are you talking to me this way? Why do you feel that she can't speak for herself to me? Why is it that you, know? you feel you need to speak for her when we're having a conversation? But then when you go to a gentrified community, and the first, one of the first pictures I saw that of one of the business that was looted was a, a black-owned business, I'm like, they, they, they're not even from here. They don't even know what they're even doing. You know, that's part of the thing that really gets me is uh, a lot of these protesters are people who are almost carrying out racist ideology or just thinking the way they they put down, you know, people or they're trying to fight for uh, black people. But it doesn't seem to be coming across the way I think. Well, I mean, like, like they're literally using like this guy's example, they're mm -hmm. literally using racist terminology against a police officer yeah. and they're probably justifying it as oh well he's a police officer so he's inhuman or right but isn't that the same thing they're saying everybody else is doing to black people and that's what they're fighting for it makes no sense right. like i'm telling you up is down black black is white everything is crazy in their world you, you cannot you cannot fix that and i i think it's all a fake i, I think it's all uh, underhanded it's not real it's just an excuse to be out there throwing things. <laughs> <laughs> about the uh, the protest demands, right? Like the usually you start a you know protest with demands, right? And one of the demands is you know you have to free all protesters, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, well, what if we meet the demands? It's like, well, we're gonna there's gonna be protesters that get arrested, so it's like, so you're gonna protest either way is basically what you're saying. Like, it's like, even if all the other demands were met, it's like, already, you're kind of asking to be free of arrest from the beginning. That's why, you know, I just think that, you know, this whole quote-unquote movement has been, definitely it's been hijacked, you know, from uh, people with uh, Marxist ideology or, you know, just Antifa in general. Like, it does. it's not about Black Lives Matter anymore, if it was, you know, at the beginning. It, it's definitely not now. Because, I mean, those demands are, like, within 
the construct of their own protest. It's not it's not yeah, like right. except for the defunding of the police. The police, yeah. All of all, all the other demands just seem to be like, you know, well, free the people that got arrested. You know, that just doesn't like after that happens, like you said, you know, what else can you do next? It's like, okay, well, I guess our demands have been met. It's um, like basically <laughs> the demands are to allow us to protest. Yeah, what, essentially. And, yeah. you know, and just to cause destruction and harm. It's just, that's why, like, you know, a lot of people have brought up Black Lives Matter. If you go to their website even and just see, like, what their manifesto is, like, what they uh, want to see happen, like, uh, things like degrading the uh, the typical nu- nuclear family and, you know, a lot of, you know, socialist and, and Marxist type uh, things and it gets me so upset whenever I see people just blindly supporting it and blindly not even asking questions or you know just associating themselves with a movement like that and not really even doing the least bit of like research uh, to figure out what that movement is actually about and so you know it's very it's pretty crazy to me um, so. Basically, on July 17th, uh, Wheeler holds a press conference to call on the federal police to leave town. So I think at this point, he's already like, oh, well, you know, now they don't like me. So I need to like kind of get on their in their good graces and, you know, show that I need to you know, support whatever they're supporting so that they don't kick me out of office. Because, I mean, demand number four is kick him out of office. <laughs> <laughs> Do we say leave your position? <laughs> okay. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll kick myself what out of I'll office. What I'll get is these morons who keep going down there and, like, every time a mayor goes down there, I'm going to show my Yeah. We're like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, kick him out, kick him out. Yeah. What? Like, but, but I came to help like you. No. Like your boss firing you, and he's like, hey, can you get those reports for me on my desk before you leave? <laughs> help me out, man, and then we're gonna fire your butt. So during that that t- that event, there was definitely more projectiles thrown at police, and the, and the federal officers had to di- disperse the crowd with tear gas and you know just the typical riot munitions. I mean, I, I don't know what like if you're going down to these protests, which I'm just like, you know what's going to happen. Like it's your own fault for getting hit in the head with a, a <laughs> tear gas canister at this point. So then July 20th, it basically it comes in the wall of moms. And when you see this wall of moms, I mean, yeah, they're tip- they're pretty much a <laughs> giant a wall, wall. Because they're large women? <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's exactly what I'm getting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, so they form a, a giant, you know, Walls, blubberous wall. Um, uh, in front of the uh, federal courthouse uh, to protest Trump and the federal police, the secret oh, God, police. Four years, <laughs> protesting Trump is like so old. He's not going anywhere just because you protest him. He's not going to change his way. Yeah, you know, like it's pretty crazy because I, I think I remember reading after shortly after the Wall of Moms appeared um, that they were calling on other, you know, dads, the Wall of Dads to come. No, and <laughs> I don't think any Wall of Dads came, though. They're, they're trying to abolish the nuclear Yeah, family. what do they need, them guys? Yeah. <laughs> what do they need, these men? These men, yeah, they don't need men. Patriarchy. <laughs> 
bringing the dad's wall. So, did any of you guys see the videos of Ted Wheeler yes. trying to go? Uh, to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened to somebody else, another mayor. I think yeah. Was, uh, oh man, what was the name of the other mayor? There was another one. Oh. He went down there. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it, it, it happened. Yeah, but this is the second time. Yeah, I'm like, and then they go and they and they vandalize these mayors' houses and stuff. Yeah, like, too. <laughs> like I wouldn't go down there with unless you had an armed police escort, which they defunded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you know, he shows up and he has like a whole you know security detail around him and everything, and then like people start. <laughs> he, he's like you know basically a part of the riot at that point because then tear gas is you know shot out at them, and he's like coughing and stuff. And basically, at a certain point, the protesters start saying, calling him Ted Gas Ted. <laughs> Or tear gas Ted, sorry, tear gas Ted, and you know, shouting that at him, and you know, saying "f Ted Wheeler," and basically, so he's getting run out of there essentially. But then, you know what? Yeah, you know, yeah. And even then, he still is like, yeah, so, yeah. He didn't care. He was still like posting tweets. I'm telling you, I promise you, this is the solution: turn off the cell phone signals within a two square mile. Yeah, of that's a protests, great idea. We will all yeah. go home. Yeah. They will all leave. <laughs> huh? yeah. Can't post to Twitter anymore. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, they won't be able to see me as a hero. I can't have my Uber <laughs> eat now. Meet me at the, at the protest. <laughs> I hope those Uber Eats get paid extra, man. <laughs> Driving into the I protest. Bet you I would totally Turn decline that off. job. <laughs> <laughs> They're driving in like these modified like Tesla trucks. <laughs> so it, uh, Ted Wheeler's statement about the feds is, you know, at that time was it is unconst- it's an unconstitutional occupation. The tactics that have been used by our federal officers are abhorrent. They did not act with the pr- with probable cause. People are b- not being told who they are being arrested by, and you're being denied basic constitutional rights. Well, was he saying all this, like with his like tear gas? Yeah, with his ma- Yeah, with his tearing eyes and everything. The goggles yeah, are the best. He was like wearing chemistry goggles from like ninth grade. <laughs> full goggles, and he was like, "I'm being gassed by the police." <laughs> So, I mean, like, I think at that point, I, I remember seeing a video of, you know, a water bottle getting thrown, like, in his direction and, you know, him barely dodging it and stuff. So, uh, eventually, like, his security team, like, basically starts pulling him into another building and he, he makes his great escape. But, you know, it just it just goes to show you, like, even despite them, like, literally yelling in his face uh, right in front of him as he's trying to escape, he's still holding on to this, you know, toe the line of, oh, there's a, a an occupation of secret police, unmarked police and unmarked cars, you know, coming to take people. And he's trying to promote that, uh, that thinking of, you know, how things are going to actually going down there. But hey, here's my prediction. Mm-hmm. November... Sixth or seventh, this is all gonna just slowly fade away. Yeah, I know. Coronavirus will be cured. Coronavirus will be cured. <laughs> 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 yeah. All protests will be like, ah, I guess we're done now. Black lives will be forgotten until four years later. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh he's trying to his best to deflect. I think the tactic I see a lot of Democrat mayors or what leaders use is try to 
focus the attention on what are maybe the Republican or Trump is doing. Uh, and sometimes it works for the crowd, but I think that people are just getting more uh, angry and they're like refusing like they to even listen to that, those tactics. Like they're just like, they just, there's just like so much violence. It's like not really like a focus in these groups. And so it's just like complete submission is what they want. Even if mm-hmm. they're hearing people are in the mayor, like Ted, we- <laughs> Ted Wheeler is trying to say what they, he thinks they'll like. He's yeah. still, he's still going to get pushed out if they want, if they're not going to compromise on anything. Because they want, they want a total destruction of the government as it is, you know, and, and Ted Wheeler is a part of that. So they don't care about, you know, even if he were to like, you know, tote their line, he's not, they don't care about that. They want to just destroy that. And, you know, they want their, their, uh, communist, uh, country as, as they see fit. And these democratic leaders thirst for power is on display. Yeah. They are willing to have so many people's lives damaged and destroyed so that they could maintain their power. And yeah. that's really, frankly, what it's that's coming down to. It's really, that's all they care about. They literally are allowing this. And, and it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's such a dumb goal, too. It's like a dumb goal because you're literally catering to people, like a small minority of people. I, I don't think they really use that, but they're using them to, like, towards their ends and i think their ends are just purely to destabilize the country it's because like they be think a, or it's like to be a leader of like a trash heap basically like what you know what <laughs> well like what's <laughs> left after it's, it's all done <laughs> they don't care as long as they're the leader yeah yeah and, and then you know it's so funny how like Whenever it starts affecting them, that's whenever they. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no, they're they're coming to my house and they're like you know graf- putting graffiti on my house and stuff. Oh, now I need, need to take action. Order. Yeah, need law and order now. <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that what Trump says? You can't say something that Trump yeah. says. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> bad, bad. Well, that's what happened in Chaz, right? Whenever yeah. it went to the the yeah. mayor's neighborhood, then he shut it down. Yeah, you hear the record scratch. <laughs> so you know like i guess this week uh, uh trump started up operation legend and uh to you know kind of disperse federal uh troops or federal officers to different cities across uh that have been having these riots so including i guess seattle is a part of that right yeah 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 so like i think uh i heard that there was starting to be some riots uh, starting up again in Seattle. And I'm, I, you know, what I'm really hoping for is that uh, new, ch- new Chaz uh, appears and <laughs> that, <laughs> and that they, you know, they emerge out of this because, you know, I couldn't get enough of Chaz. I mean, all the memes and the, the like the pictures and video coming out of that, like it was, it was gold. But, you know, speaking of people who deserve to get things thrown at them, uh, <laughs> T.I., the rapper, nice. wants $44 trillion in slavery reparations. Um, like <laughs> so his quote in this interview, I think he did with, I think that's the Breakfast Club that uh, always gets these, these awesome interviews with uh, crazy people. Um, this is my goal, he said. My goal is to get... Every black person in America that's a descendant of slavery, $1 million at least. That, 
take about $44 trillion. So that's my goal. So I'm working up on $44 trillion. <laughs> so let me, let me play. Isn't let me that play. more money than the whole world? <laughs> so last year, last year, <laughs> our, our debt, our deficit deal. was $25 trillion. <laughs> So I don't know where he's planning on getting this forty-four trillion dollars. <laughs> Print it, baby. <laughs> let, let me play uh, another excerpt from that video. We have to create opportunities for 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 ourselves and our people. We have to. Can we just like, pause right here just for a second? Talk about his album. Is he in a bowl? Like, what is he? Talking about. Yeah, that I I don't know. And like at one point during the interview, some random person comes and sits down in this chair on this side, uh, yeah, and like, in the background. Podcast. Oh, expectantly. Oh, what? I I hate having to say that word. I am not going to say that word at a defiance. Tiaciously. Why can't you just put the camera at least closer to his face? Like, yeah, that was another thing. Like, it Why could barely... it like Paddington Bear? Newest <laughs> <laughs> today than ever before. But unfortunately, it's just not enough. You know what I'm saying? We have to develop uh, uh, everything black people spend money on. It should be a black company that provides. Okay? What? If we have... If we, if we, if he, we hold on, he's he's, he's breaking out his uh, cell phone at this point to like, uh, you know, he only buys TI products. This of this of this nation's population, we should make up for thirteen percent of the ownership of land. Thirteen percent of uh, uh, we should be represented at least 14 percent and on boards of financial institutions and so on and so forth that should be persistent or consistent throughout but it is not and i so opportunities is a big thing and exposure okay the reason why uh black kids are mostly you know we we gravitate toward hip-hop we gravitate toward uh, basketball. Listen football, to this next uh, baseball, piece. His next suggestion towards entertainment because those are the things that we have been exposed to. Yeah, that's what we see ourselves in. We see so we see right. We, we're looking for black faces, brown faces. That's what they, that's what we at. Right. If, if we walked outside and seen a whole bunch of people holding <laughs> on computers on our corners, then our kids would say, you know what? I think I want. I think I want to be a coder. I want to develop. I want to develop technology when I grow up. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, let's let's just the fact that the stereotype is that it's mostly a brown face doing technology. So <laughs> they have already canceled that. And then I think he's high when he's on the corners. Programmers on the corners. Good. It goes into like the he's like pontificating, but it looks like he's trying trying to think of his idea, and develop it as he's talking. <laughs> and uh, that the whole concept that which we could spend like a podcast on of well, if I see someone like me in this role, then you know that's going to motivate me to, to take that role. Doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, I, you yeah, know, yeah, with the majority <laughs> of a lot of South Asians taking a big portion of um, medical care field, they didn't see anybody in that before they got into that role. They got into role because their family, their parents probably are pushing them. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anything, but I, I think that 
there's still it goes back down to I think a lot of the leftist view is external. Like, well, I have to see that. That's that's how that's how I you know it's an external thing. If I don't see someone doing the role that we want people to be in, then that's why they're not doing it because they need to see someone in that role in order for them to be motivated. But I, I just don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me because if that's the case, then you would see see more color people from the black community in in the roles that TI is saying because there are colored people in there right now. I mean that's that generates the stereotype of <laughs> coders being <laughs> Indian or Asian because there's so many of them in that field. Honestly, it just sounds like a, a complete mind dump of uh TI's this whole speech that he gave. Um because, you know, he was talking about how black people need to do like need to buy from you know black owned businesses and then black people make up 13% so we should you know be 13% of every board i don't know it, it just didn't like it wasn't cohesive i mean and what do you expect yeah. it's ti so <laughs> i wasn't yeah, I think, like, much. Uh, I think the term like goal is being kind of used loosely like it feels like <laughs> you kind of created this like on the spot yeah <laughs> it was like this has been my goal <laughs> you should like check out like his podcast he once had like alex jones on there no way everybody in the comment section was even like just say like ti you're retarded <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like the stupidest interview like it, because like and it's just crazy, like it's like you're making Alex Jones look like the smart one in the, the like interview. But, I don't know; it's like worth checking out. Yeah, I definitely will. I I never even knew Ti had his own podcasts, and uh, that just there's a couple amazing. interviews where like yeah, people are just like roasting him because like he's just a bad interviewer and a bad like. <laughs> yeah, the last song that he's done that's been good. I don't even know. No, I don't even know. But yeah, either way, you know, in addition to not wanting to fund reparations, um, I also don't want to fund any more national sports uh, for the foreseeable future. So we have this, this story that came out this week about uh, the Washington Redskins announcing a temporary name change until they can figure out what they want to name themselves. So uh, I, I'm sure you guys have heard the name that is the temporary name anyway, which is just Washington football team. Straight to the point. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no so, uh, do you guys think that uh, their name change is going to solve all racism at this point? I mean, you can't blame it for being racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very vanilla, vanilla vanilla name. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I, mean, true. I can't take it credit could be for this. Too. Uh, just, just FYI, just any name, whatever. whatever I can't take credit for this, but uh, somebody else said this, like, isn't George Washington a name that they were trying to cancel already? Yeah. So shouldn't they change yeah. the whole city? There's not an article about that from the Washington Post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I mean, this is, it, uh, again, just yet another ridiculous thing. I don't even know uh, if this was like a major, major complaint other than from the, like the far left um, people. But the NFL has had its own issues especially the last couple of weeks i think we've heard them announce uh the black national anthem that will be sung uh at the i guess some of the first games and stuff i didn't even know there was a black national anthem but i didn't know that either <laughs> can you make an, can you make an indian american national anthem yeah 
<laughs> it's just the Indian national anthem. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be sung first. Um, so I, I don't know if anybody's going to watch the games anymore, but you know, it's definitely turned off a lot of people. What do you think they're going to pick? I, I like- honestly think someone could be like create a brand if they kneeled for that. What do you mean? Like nailed for the black national anthem? Oh man. They would instantly get canceled at that exact moment that their knee touches the ground. They would disappear. All like the uh, Thanos' snap. <laughs> Brutality to police. You got to switch it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be opposite. Yeah. Yeah, more, uh, I mean, statistically, right? Like more white people get killed by the police, unarmed white people, than uh, black people. So you can just take a knee for that. Like <laughs> for white people. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a whiteout campaign on on social media. I cannot breathe. I can breathe. I can. Breathe. Whiteout Wednesday. Whiteout Wednesday. <laughs> White Square. Still our podcast kind of canceled right now. <laughs> It's coming off of iTunes. <laughs> it's instant. Like, <laughs> as soon as I upload it, it just like deloads. It comes back. Well, it goes, that reminds me of like a story I heard recently, like I think it was past week of like this lawyer girl. Like she uh, saw that they were they put the Black Lives Matter um, like paint on their um, street. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, "All right, so this is like an open forum." Oh, then, yeah. so then she, uh, you know, went to her like city councilor, whoever. Oh, right. Say, like she wanted to put a MAGA, like yeah. Oh, I heard sign about or like that. painting or um, paint on the street, and so they said, "Oh well, um, we're taking down the Black Lives Matter paint because it's a traffic hazard or something." So <laughs> like, eliminated all of it. Yeah, they can't. They just didn't want to put the risk of putting Mac up there. So. <laughs> well, that's what Good I, for uh, that. Good for that yeah. lady. That was, like a, that was like a smart way. Because like, um, I'm sure maybe a lot of you guys saw like that, uh, which like a lot of people gave her praise for it. But like that um, black woman who was like dropping black paint all over the Black Lives Matter yeah. Yeah. Um, thing in, what was it, Washington or New York? Um, yeah, I think New York, but, right? Yeah, New York, and uh, you know she's and she was saying a lot of correct stuff in her like rant and like yeah. like that, and like people kind of praised her for that. But like you know, you could kind of argue like it was that like the smartest way of going about it, or does that um, you know does that? I mean, there's obviously going to be people out there that might think she's like crazy or whatever. But um, this way, it's like it kind of permanently resolved that issue. Mm-hmm. For, um, but the lawyer, which I, she's like from some other country, I think, too. Um, no, it definitely opened the door for a lot of nonsense. I mean, yeah. like meaning like, you know, it, they're they're the, the they're, they're posting of a political message. Right. They, they want separation 
from church and state. I mean, like you can't just outwardly endorse one political party in a in a country. It's ripe for lawsuits. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> you know, going back to the Washington Redskins, though. Um, yeah, I was just reminded of uh, this guy I follow named Zuby. Have you guys heard of him? Uh, I heard the name. He's uh, he's a rapper. He's from the UK. Um, but he, uh, I think maybe a couple of years ago, he blew up because, <laughs> because he decided, yeah, <laughs> so he, 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 uh, basically, uh, called himself a female and then set the deadlift record for females in the UK. <laughs> and, and so then after that he blew up, but like, I follow, I follow him on Twitter and uh like he was saying you know the washington redskins should keep their name but change the logo to a potato <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah I, I think that i was i thought that was a pretty creative way of just changing it up they didn't even have to change the name they just said to change the logo but you know what i know well, the thing is like the uh grandson of the <laughs> artist who made the redskins logo finds it offensive that they're taking it or they're changing oh the name and rest like he he thought it was like a like it was an honor that they had illustrated that logo and his, or his grandpa. Was he a white guy or, uh, or no he's a native american yeah oh, oh, oh. I, wow so, and now they're canceling native americans wow this is man <laughs> this has gotten really bad make native americans great again that's gonna be yeah. the next slogan oklahoma's falling suit Oh man, yeah, that was a whole topic I, I should have like added to the list, but uh, you know, yeah. Oklahoma essentially is owned by uh, half of it, anyways. Seems to be uh, Native American territory again. Uh, man, twenty twenty, dude, like such weird stuff has gone on. That's it's amazing. Let's see how that uh, how that state runs now. That half of the. I guess crimes that happen within that territory, I guess, fall under federal jurisdiction now. If uh, so, you could get prosecuted by the federal government. But uh, the guy that originated this uh, this lawsuit to you know uh, that just claiming that he shouldn't be convicted of the crime uh, because it was on Native American territory and they didn't properly uh, turn it over to the United States. Um, yeah, I think he basically uh, got convicted or he was on trial for maybe messing with a little kid or something. Uh, and I'm just trying to put that as lightly as possible so we don't instantly get banned um, on any platform. But, um, but you know, it was like a four-year-old little girl. Um, anyway, so uh, back to sports, which I know all of us uh, keep up with. I know. Um, oh, God. Like literally the <laughs> NFL, NBA. yeah. You know the baseball association. I am. I'm done. I'm done with all of it. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I want to know like what the latest uh, viewership ratings are going to be for this next season of all of these sports. Because I mean, with the NBA, weren't they like putting? You know, they're they're going to start putting quotes on or just phrases on their jerseys and maybe even on the courts, you know, and then with the baseball league, they have uh, like, I think Fenway park is putting black lives matter type stuff on their actual stadium formula of going woke (laughs) going is equals going broke. It's it's so real. They don't understand it. They they realize they really don't understand it. Like you hear about a and E, 
and how they oh yeah the, uh, live cd television show oh, live yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. they lost 300 million dollars wow wow they're willing to do that for 300 million dollars that's just nuts yeah the assumption is like they they're assuming people that have watched it will still watch it and if they can appease the minority the same time and get themselves out i don't think they realize how uh powerful the the silent <laughs> uh viewership is mm-hmm. um and so it, it's worked in the past but i think now it's getting they're doing it too much and it um I don't. I was. I'm curious how long it's going to take for them to be like, okay, let's shift. Because like Gillette uh, had that commercial in the Super Bowl, pretty much, you know, bashing men, and they lost a lot of money. And then they 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 tried their best to say the face not saying that they're wrong, but they're like, well, we're going to shift our com- uh, commercial focus to like you know heroes or so they 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 changed their tactic, but they you know they would not acknowledge with the sources uh, that for, uh, force that. But this, so that I think companies will respond to loss of money. But I think that for so long, we've seen companies that were able to appease that those uh, minority who is very loud and still try to keep their uh, base. But yeah, I don't think I don't see it working. Any- Wasn't it Gillette that uh, did that whole ad campaign with like the the trans? I, I don't yeah. even know how to yeah. the trans yeah. woman, trans man. I don't know which how you say it. <laughs> but like, but like the transformer. Why don't we just refer to people as transformers at this point? Okay, so like the transformer was getting taught by their dad how to shave yeah, for the first time. Yeah, she had like two hairs on her face. Fuck <laughs> 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 that off. <laughs> I know my. I, I know people who go like get threaded and stuff like that, and she probably could have just done that. Not even that; she didn't even have to go anywhere. She just takes yeah, some tweezers to that. Yeah. But oh man, it's it's, it's uh, nuts. <laughs> so um, basically, like, like I mentioned, the uh, uh, MLB has uh, been kind of getting woke, and there are there have been a couple of stories recently of you know people kneeling for the first pitch or kneeling for the first game. I mean, before the first game, and there have been a couple of people who have stood up. Does anybody recall? I think there was a San Francisco Giants, right? Yeah, Giants, was a Christian, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he 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 basically attributed it to his Christian faith for not kneeling and that he wouldn't kneel before anybody except for God. And then he talked about how when he looked into Black Lives Matter theology and kind of downplaying the nuclear family, and I was, that's putting it lightly as far as <laughs> downplaying the nuclear family. They just they don't see it as a, a viable future for the country. So. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I was actually impressed that, you know, he, like, if you see the pictures of this, the whole San Francisco team, it's like, everybody's kneeling except for pretty much him. And I thought that was really brave, you know, like, I hope, you know, if I was ever put in that position, I could do the same thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, yeah, I was, I was really impressed with the fact that he actually decided to do that. Now, how long he's going to be, uh, yeah. canceled and disappear, <laughs> like, the snap hit him. I don't know. All right. But. He'll be fired next week. <laughs> <laughs> On next week's episode. Of <laughs> 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 what I am gathered, the fan base is probably white, right? I, at least that, that's the impression I've gotten. So 
It's yeah. more so, yeah, proportionally. I, I mean, like that in Hispanic, um, in a, a lot of Hispanic countries and stuff. But like, uh, yeah, all these sports are gonna die this year with the yeah. pandemic, and then on top of that, these decisions that they're making that don't appeal to their their, their larger audiences. Yeah, it's just I don't, I really don't understand it. I'm really like, boggled by this because I mean, I thought these people were, were smart, like these leaders of these these organizations, you know, like. There is a small percentage of people that petition them to, uh, you know, to to follow these leftist ideologies, and you would think they'd look at, hey, let's look at our demographics, let's look at our numbers, and say, we're this is a business, we're running a business here, so let's determine through logic and reason and data what would be uh, appropriate. And I mean, like defaulting to, we're not going to say nothing, is an acceptable choice. And will most likely be the best choice for them. But yet they continue to pick these small factions of people to side with and alienate their larger audiences. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Can anybody explain that to me? Does anybody know why you would be this retard <laughs> make decisions like this? Yeah, the Twitter voices, they're just so loud. And they just make they make it seem like that's the majority. And I but yeah, I don't I don't understand why companies will, well, let's actually look at the demographics and let's actually, you know, let's see if this is accurate. Did you guys like hear about like Red Bull? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it sounded like, like yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So like Red Bull, they basically fired two of their higher like executives because they were pushing for the company to go woke. You know, obviously... I don't know, I haven't heard too much like blowback about it. I wish they did like a study showing companies that kind of gave into this and then companies that refused if anything changed in their sales at all. Well, you know, I think I think it's really just the company's like gut reaction. Like, how do we get ourselves out of the limelight and show we did something without actually not doing anything? And we yeah. think our, our calculated risk is not going to lose our viewership because we you know people are just going to buy. You know, the typical history shows that uh, majority of people won't say anything. They're going to buy some a product. They're going to buy it because they want it. And so that's that's the majority of the folks. And they're like, hey, if we can appease this loud child, screaming child with something, then, you know, we're all at peace. But then we all know how that goes. Yeah. 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 So that so that's like I, I think it's. They're, that's the approach they're taking, and so some, like the Gillette person, is using that example again. That kickback says, like, okay, well, you know, let's change our tactic. Let's like not not like acknowledge that we're changing it because of the reaction, but um, you know, we'll we'll ultimately respond and say, let's not make those issue make it an issue anymore. And because they're, they're looking at the bottom line, and so if if doing this gut response, which is not really, it's just surface level, then they'll do it. Uh, companies are not. I don't see many companies that they're focused on the bottom line. That's that's what money is what's driving their. Concern. But but I feel like a lot of these companies once they kind of go down this pathway, like you know they're, uh, you know the bottom line is affected. Like you know like yeah. ESPN, like their ratings are you know in the trash right now. And I'm like you know what like at what point do you kind of move away from that and realize like you know it's hurting the. Business because I mean, and I could be wrong, but I know like a lot of these publicly traded companies, like the investors can sue the leadership if they feel like they're making decisions that are hurting the, you know, the bottom line, right? Because they're supposed to, I mean, you know, I guess in like a, 
like I guess people could maybe say this is an evil of capitalism, but from a once it's a publicly traded company, the sole purpose is to make you know investors money, right? So right. like if you're using it, if you're using the company as a means to push your social agenda and it's hurting the money of others, do you then think? You can act- sued for that do you think that people like investors themselves are too scared to like you know bring that up i I mean like i I think it's also kind of a thing like you know imagine like a company like disney right like Mm -hmm. there's so many invest like you know it's a publicly traded company so many people own it i think even just uh you know organizing something like that would be hard i guess if you were to try to sue a company like that that's true vote more with their feet and like sell sell off uh, their stock and yeah right. Right, right which still would affect the the companies but yeah i i don't see i i, I that that is true there are some companies i'm like man they're still going down that path at like espn and it's say like, what what's the breaking point because yeah. um they, they are still there to make money so is that um is it more of an hope that things will change if they continue to to press down that path? I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not my money that's being lost because of this. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure that nobody missed this, but did anybody actually see Dr. Fauci throw the first pitch at the Washington Nationals <laughs> game? <laughs> okay, you guys got to like see this. A stick finger comic. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> what, what stadium did he go to? I, I think that was the first pitch of the game and his life. But, <laughs> what? Why did he practice? Yeah, why did he practice some practice throws before? I mean, it looked like he just kind of like curved his arm and like, like as if it was crippled or something, and then like, uh, like Jesse was... Smollett fighting off some muggers and. <laughs> Well, that guy's wearing a red hat. (laughs) MAGA country. This this MAGA country. country. (laughs) The best part was the catcher tried to catch, and he's like, ah, just let it go. (laughs) There's no way I'm getting that. (laughs) Too far away. (laughs) I like the quote here of this tweet uh, by the person who posted the video, but uh, it's Benny Johnson. Um, But he says... Fauci's first pitch was about as accurate and disciplined as his preparations and predictions for the China virus. China virus. China. China, China. China virus. From China. That's great. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else that you guys have noticed this week? Because I, I think that was pretty much the uh, the crappiest week in a while. But um, yeah, every the, week is crappiest. It just gets crappier as each week goes by in 2020. Yeah, it's probably good. I'm good. Came out of this week. What's that? uh, That Nick Sandman and Washington. Oh, that's true. That just happened. Yep, yep, yep. Um, What happened with that? That dude is just banking off. Yeah, man. If everybody doesn't know that uh, Nick Sandman, who is the uh, young kid, I think he's probably like 15, 16 years old, was uh, wearing a MAGA hat in Washington D.C. and this. Native American protester came up to him and the rest of his class and started pounding his his uh, drum. But of course, the media immediately said, "Oh, the Nick Salmon and his classmates were attacking the Native American." When that was totally false, and really drummed up a whole bunch of fake news around Nick Salmon. And uh, ultimately, him and his lawyers decided this is enough for us to sue, and they did. And apparently, they won. 
Yeah, so they got a settlement uh, from one of the organizations he was suing, I think, and they're still going to be going after more. Um, do you know what which uh, place he got a settlement from? It was Washington Post, this one. I thought he had already okay. gotten some. He's still going to be pursuing other ones as well, other <laughs> news outlets as well. So, uh, go Nick Sandman. Settlements are taking place. It's just helping his case. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just probably going to snowball. I, and so, like, the initial lawsuit was for $250 million. I'm just, yeah. I wonder how much he actually got from these first two. Yeah. But, man. <laughs> Man, yeah, somebody throw some racism my way or just like some yeah, lies my way. I want to sue. That, that is. Derogatory terms thrown at you. Hey, it, this hey, is uh, how Native Jesse American, Smollett started uh, his, his downward spiral. He's, hey, Native American, uh, pl- you know, bump their spirit drum in front of me. Spirit <laughs> drum. <laughs> Invisible <Yeah>. Smollett. <laughs> Invisible <laughs> Smollett. But, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was saying that a separate thing that. Yeah, this may take it too long. The Gressler, the Jeffrey Epstein's uh, right hand. Oh, <laughs> what do you think she's going to get Just killed? Just lane. Just lane. Start a kill down clock. <laughs> probably gonna die from Corona. I think they're probably gonna let her out because of the Corona outbreak. Yeah, as soon as she walks out the door, pew pew. There are five bullet holes in her head. Cause of death, coronavirus. coronavirus. <laughs> Have you guys seen some of those stories about coronavirus though? Like this week? No. I've well, I've, I've started bookmarking them at this point because I've, I've heard of them. <laughs> pretty bad. Uh, like uh, which one did you hear about? Um, like I know there was uh one like there was several a couple of thousand cases that were reported as uh, COVID cases in San Antonio that had to get corrected. Um, there was yeah, also several. Like, like, yeah. Florida. I can't remember. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I think there was uh, another place in Florida that had misreported as well. But then there's also several people who have gone into line, like the drive-through line, to get tested, and then they'll decide they'll. For whatever reason, they s- decide to leave the line and just go home, or you know, not do the test. Uh, one, in one case, it was somebody who uh, found out that it was for only people who were uh, showing symptoms of uh, COVID, and so they decided to leave the line. And then they get a call back like a couple of days later saying that they are tested positive for <laughs> COVID nineteen. Yeah. Oh wow! And and so that that's happened. Like I've seen several stories on it, so I started to bookmark because I was like, man, you know, it seems like it's you know a little bit more out of the ordinary than uh you know typical for something like that to happen but um there's been several stories of that people like getting false or positive you know results back and they haven't even got tested or is this like in a specific area or the multiple states cities that you're uh multiple states and cities and i i could probably pull it up but um but yeah it's it's kind of strange uh to say the least i don't know if there's anything behind that but it just you know it seems to happen somewhat often i'm sure there have been mistakes in the past but like i think in one case the person got the a call from you know wherever they didn't get the test from and said oh you you know you're positive and they're like well i didn't actually get tested and they're you know can you get that off my record and they're like no you actually you have to get proof that you don't have <laughs> COVID. So sure. she had to go get another test to actually, you know, show that she was negative. 
and to get it off of her record because she didn't want it on her record, obviously. And uh, but they weren't going to take it off of her uh, her medical record until she could prove that she didn't have it. Hmm. And this is after she left the line and didn't get a test in the first place. So definitely, that that seems kind of strange. Just back to the we had said the beginning of this podcast about the pro- protest. Do y'all see any justification at any point to be rioting? Because I I think folks keep. Well, I know some people have used the whole Boston Tea Party as a as a, a uh, argument point anytime someone says gets upset or when people have gotten upset. And so, and do you do you see like that's just because I feel like there's not a lot of enough people are acknowledging like, hey, is this 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 violent crash is like are they are they really impacting the message or <clears throat> promoting the message? I mean, they're just, they're just uh, pouring tea over the docks. I mean, they're not, like, shooting people up. Like, <laughs> yeah, how many deaths have occurred since the beginning of all these protests and everything? I mean, there's been several. Okay, I've heard, like, what, a, a Chicago funeral, like, 15 people got shot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, something like that. Yeah, that uh, Governor Lightfoot is getting mad at Trump for sending, like, federal um, agents. But then there's recently just been a protest outside of her house and now she's like, yes, I'm the agents. <laughs> Help. There it is. <laughs> I guess with that, we'll close it out, but um, hopefully we have all learned something in some way during this podcast. I don't know what that is, but um, <laughs> other than... I, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, it just it feels like there's only depressing type news <laughs> you yeah. never like hear anything good and when you do it's like you know everybody likes it but like nobody just continues on with you know trying to you know show something positive in the world but i don't know the world is dead <laughs> uh, see you guys later all right <laughs> goodbye everybody <laughs> that uh what is that guy from the office that was doing the some good news yeah that's exactly what i was thinking about john krasinski he was doing yeah. some good news and he kind of i haven't seen anything well, he, wait what is that what is this what is this cbs oh y'all didn't hear about this no uh, what like is this completely thing but john krasinski started this uh youtube channel called some good news during the height of the pandemic and uh, it was basically him just sitting at his desk and, and uh, dressed up like a, uh, a news host. And he would like bring up articles or talk about to show different videos, I guess, of people, you know, like doing fun things or interesting things. Good news, right? Yeah. And so then like, he got real popular, like 12 million hits the first week. And, wow. and uh, it really went viral, right? And then like literally like a month later, it's like, some good news has been sold to NBC or something. Uh, <laughs> One of the channels yes. who bought it. Yeah, they bought it and they're going to convert it into an actual show. Oh, wow. So, right? so they stopped it immediately. Wait, so they needed, like, they really needed a, that idea? Like they could <laughs> just report the no. good news? They had to, wow. Okay. Now, gonna, now the some good news will be like, oh, tr- more uh, evidence of Trump and, uh, you know, yeah. Impeachment purposes. Basically, it's going to turn into like the Stephen Colbert show every day. Yeah, I mean, I don't think John Krasinski will let it. I mean, hopefully, he doesn't let it go down that way. Well, he he sold the rights, so he's he's not going to be like the host or involved. 
but he got a lot of money off of it. And so people were like, like, well, you know, that was nice for a while, but now your <laughs> money is more important to you. Because like, the whole thing is just like it's some it good news. It's a new show. A lot of good news. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well uh that's it for today and we will see you back here next week Thank you.